call this meeting Tuesday, December 5th at 633 to order. Ms. Evans, roll call vote, please. Okay. Council Member Matthew Finn. Here. Council Member Jeremiah Barrett. Absent. Council Member Denise Rogers. Here. Council Member Terry Nolan. Here. Council Member Amy Lance. Here. Vice Mayor Barry Thomas. Here. Mayor John Hughes. Here. Thank you, Ms. Evans. Everybody, please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. Anybody that would like to stand for the invocation, please do so. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day. We're thankful for the opportunity we have to come together to um, collaborate and work together and, and come up with new things and other uh, ways to benefit our community. We're so grateful for the many blessings that we've received for our health and strength. And we ask you to be with the members of our community at this time if they're ill or needing special help that they will receive that and that we'll be able to be aware of those people and help them as needed. We ask you to bless them with health and strength and, and bless this community that we can continue to work on this EPA and that we'll be able to uh, make it a safe place to be and safe place to live for all of our community for many generations in the future. We're so grateful for the many people that work so hard every day to take care of this community and to serve this community. And we ask thy blessing on this meeting that we can work together, that we can continue to um, do what's best for the community. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Item five, council announcements, outside meetings and committees. Um, I'd just like to bring this to everybody's attention, the citizens of our town. Uh, one of our employees that uh, had retired um, passed away this Saturday, or uh, sorry, um, passed away on 11.30 in his sleep, and that's Don Roberts. His funeral arrangements uh, will be on Saturday at 3 p.m. at Ruffner Wakeland at 303 South Cortez. Um, he'll be dearly missed. He was a great man. All right. Anybody else? Oh. Yes, Ms. Rogers. Oh, I just want to say thank you to whoever put up all these lights and everything out here. It looks great. It's a long time coming, and it's good, and I hope we can continue to do that. So thank you. Yes. One and all, whoever. It doesn't really pertain to the town hall business here, but there's a group of people out. Uh, I ran into them at Walmart before yesterday. Yesterday, sorry. Uh, Young, younger kids. Um, they have the Sun Tarp set up and stuff. And I don't have the actual name of the organization, but they're collecting funds to prevent suicide and bullying in our county, in our community. And they're accepting donations. Um, so if anybody happens to see the pop-up tent and a couple of guys in there, or a couple of younger folks in there. Um, you might inquire as to why, and if it is for that reason, then you would do a lot of good to donate. Yeah. And Ms. Lance, do you read um, about our 
Oh, sure. Uh, Dewey Humboldt's inaugural Christmas Light Parade, save the date December 16th, 2023, from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Town Hall here, 2735 South Highway 69. Join us for the inaugural DH Christmas Light Parade. Everyone is welcome to be in the parade or line the streets. Watch staging for the parade will be at the Humboldt Elementary School parking lot. Light up your cars, your ATVs, motorcycle, horses, side-by-sides, and meet us there no later than 5.45 p.m. Santa will be at Town Hall for hot chocolate, coffee, and refreshments afterwards. It's free to the public. And I also learned today that we are going to have our the same young Marines that were at the Agua Fria Day Festival are going to have a um, float in the parade collecting for... Um, gifts like toys and canned food drive type stuff to uh, benefit the community. We're also going to have our 4-H wrangler, Wranglers um, doing a, a, a float and our elementary school. So it's going to be exciting. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Lance. Anybody else? Yes, Mr. Yeah, I want to thank the kids that came here and uh, decorated windows Monday for, uh, for everybody, for the town, for the season. And I uh, thank from the elementary school uh, and I really appreciate uh, helping out and them doing that. Thank you. Especially the dragon. Yes, the dragon is huge. All right. Real Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Item six, public comment on non-agendized <clears throat> items. So um, I'm here to report to you. I'm Diane Gomez from, do you want my address? Or? Prescott Country Club, trying to help y'all out. I know you have super fund on one end, and now you have a mine on another. Um, so what we did is, I don't know if I told you this last time, but we're doing an official petition to ask the town council to change that ask from the Fanes from a minor to a major general plan amendment to kind of slow them down before they get this land use change that they're asking for right on your border at the Blue Hills for a blasting quarry. So we've got 500 signatures so far. We are working our off just to um, get that going just to slow that down so that maybe everybody needs to reconsider that <clears throat> most of the time the mayor is very proud of the general plan and will put it out there that 60% of the Prescott Valley voters, of which I am not, are um, voted for it. But then, on the other hand, he wants to change that land use from residential to manufactured and sort of a blasting quarry that will definitely affect the people in the Blue Hills. I mean, it can't not. It's very close. So I just wanted to tell you, where we're at with that and all we're asking is that the mayor stick to the general plan but since they entertain things like this i don't know why they put all of us who thought we were halfway retired to a hard day's work which is fine i'm good with it but um any help you guys could be we're meeting in stone ridge near um stone ridge community center this weekend from 10 to 2 
And you guys, who are not Prescott Valley voters, but who are going to be affected by the rudeness of uh, some people who are asking for a blasting quarry right on your border, um, can sign letters to the Attorney General about both sites. There's two sites for the blasting quarries. If they don't get site two, they're going to go back to site one, which is even worse, I guess. And um, so we're going to we're doing letters to the Attorney General, and you guys can sign those. You can sign unofficial petitions. We're going to be there on the weekend. And um, that's it. Hello, Sue Brandt, Dewey Humble. I'm going to try to get through this. I don't think I can see very well. But... So I'm trying to figure out why you told the people of this town to call Jeff Daunt if they had any questions about the Superfund site. I think you had that in the newsletter. Am I correct? To call Jeff, or there was another lady as well. So I had already talked to him a couple of times, and the information I get from him contradicts what I hear here. I didn't really know who to believe until I spoke with Ashley. I have said this before. Ashley has done years of research, is very knowledgeable on this subject, and has a desire to share that information with the people of this town. I encourage you to hire Ashley as a contact person for us so she can answer the many questions that we have. Um, a lot of concerns um, about the Superfund site, and maybe this can help us avoid some of these attorney fees, maybe help us spend our money a little bit more wisely, and that way somebody has someone one-on-one -on -one they can talk to and get answers to their questions. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Here's coming up, Ms. Clough. <clears throat> Lee Clough, Dewey Humboldt. For those of us who always say people cannot change, I want you to know Jason was watching a movie or a meeting the other night, and he heard me say I couldn't see, so he bought me a Christmas present. So I thought I would show you it all. So Jason has changed. He's fun. He's humorous. He checks on us to see how we are. Um, I was humbled and taught a lesson the other day. At that same meeting a on the committee, some, that was somebody on the committee said something that was not very nice to a person. And the person that it was said about, instead of spreading gossip and rumors and all this kind of stuff on Facebook, actually called the person, and they worked out their differences. So that really humbled me to try to change. So I started looking for something, and then I found something I wanted to read. Matthew 7.1, judge not that you be not judged. For with that judgment ye judge, you shall be judged. And with that measure you, ye meet, it shall be measured to you. Again, and why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to the brother, let me pull the mote out of thine eye when I have a beam in my eye? Um, and then there was another one that I found. And I think if we can all just try to do this, maybe we can 
be kinder. Um, Luke 6, 36 through 38. Be therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you. Myself and others need to work on not judging each other. When someone says something, we get angry, and then the crud flies. We all have differences. However, that does not mean we are bad people. We all think differently. We all get to have our own opinions, and we can discuss them. And if I remember right, Mayor Hughes has said this all the time. Whatever happens after this, we become friends. We don't keep dragging this around. Facebook posts have so much negative comments. This is Christmas time. Let us all please... Please work to do better and to be kind and loving to one another. And then when the beginning of the year starts, let us remember Christmas the next year instead of 11 months of garbage. And let's try to pull this together and get this super fun site taken care of and the community center and everything else that we need to do. Thank you very much. Good evening, Mayor and Council, Jason Chisholm, Town of Dewey Humboldt. I happen to see that the Community Action Program put up a sign for a food drive. They're accepting perishable items. Um, if anybody has any questions, I'm sure that Council Member Nolan would be, sure, be happy to answer those for you. I don't have any details. I just happen to drive by and see the sign. So it's right out there in front of the uh, Kate Garber Senior Center in the bottom half of the library. Um, they're accepting donations that appears during the day. So if anybody can help out with that, it'd be appreciated. Thank you. You said the fine print says American Legion on that sign. Yeah, American Legion as well. Okay. American okay. Legion and the community center. Okay. Fine print. All right. Anybody else? All right, seeing that, we'll move on to item seven, town manager's report. Uh, yes, Mayor and Council, I'm going to make this short because we have attorneys here that are on the clock and, uh, and a consultant. So um, if I uh, can, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, talk about our uh, report that we got from our building department uh, this last month in November. Uh, permits issued were 22, permits finaled and closed were 22. Uh, certificates of occupancy were three. Certificates of completion were one on a uh, single family residence addition. Inspections completed 109 of that, 108 were done by uh, Robert Davis and one by Jade Petty. And the revenue was $8,967.26. So people are still doing things out there. And that's all I would like to present at this time. Item eight, consent agenda, which there is none. So we'll move on to item nine, general business. Item A, 9A, mayor's annual update on external memberships and committees, report to the council. All right, so the first one is Central Yavapai Metropolitan Planning Organization. 
their vision statement is to promote and maintain a regional coordination transportation system for the safe and efficient movement of people, goods, and services. Their mission statement is use regional leadership in planning and promoting a comprehensive multimodal transportation system. And it includes Prescott, Prescott Valley, the county, Dewey, Humboldt, and Chino Valley. And on January 18th, I uh, went to the meeting on March 15th. Had another meeting on the April 19th. We had a meeting on June 21st. There was a meeting on September 20th. There was a meeting and November 15th. There was a meeting. And at same simple, um, I'm also on the TAC advisory committee as a vice chair. And that one, those dates are February 2nd was at a meeting, May 4th was at a meeting, September 7th was at a meeting, and November. Was that a meeting? Yes. Can I ask questions as you can? Go have at it. As far as the simple, is there anything that pertains to our town that you learned there? So as of this time, they've been postponing our roundabout, and it will be coming back to the ADOT to um, submit an app, the uh, plannings and bids in sometime in 2025. Yes, Mr. Uh, and also that uh, we talked to Vinny, and Vinny will come here and make a presentation, yes, sometime in January. And the other thing that happened in our town in the last six months was they were um, going to do the grinding on uh, 169 for uh, no passing, and uh, the bid came in so high that they're going to resubmit and do that again. So other than that, everything else is happening in uh, Chino and Prescott. Thank you. Yep. No, it's not striping grinding. Um, rubble strips. All right. And then Gamma is uh, Greater Arizona Mayors Association. Um, it is an assembly of mayors from North Central and Northwestern Arizona joined together to create a strong voice at the legislative and to identify and develop and advocate for a common interest for the greater good in Arizona's intergovernmental arena. So there's, right at this moment, there's 24 mayors that get together. Um, this year, there was only one meeting and it was at the uh, League of Towns and Cities to form again. Um, the mayor of Cottonwood is the chair and I am the vice chair. That one will include things like water, uh, transportation. Um, one of the big tickets a few years ago, they didn't have any meetings last year. So a few years ago was uh, short-term rentals. And that was a big thing. It went to legislature and got kicked back out. So they're gonna do another one coming up in this spring and see if that can be resolved. And then the last one is Emergency Yavapai County Local Emergency Planning Committee, and they had one meeting in May, and it was a Zoom meeting, and um, that's just in case we have um, a disaster in our areas. The only thing that happened was the fire out at Whitehorse, and the Sheriff's Department handled all of that one with their uh, code red, and 
was all resolved before it had to go any farther. All right. Questions? Okay. Moving on to 9B. Possible vote to recess executive session pursuant to ARS 38-431.03A3, A4, and A7 for legal advice, consulting, consultation, and direction concerning various matters pertaining to the Iron King Mine and Humboldt Smelter Superfund site. Mr. Mayor, uh, we on your behalf, your, your environmental team, your manager, and I have been working with you and, and your team have been communicating with, with your constituents regarding and getting information regarding the Superfund site. Uh, we will, we, we've been trying to accomplish your goals of making sure that the remediate that the site can be remediated and that your your uses can be preserved, uh, we've had uh, some different approaches taken by EPA that Dr. Spire and, and Mr. Hemingway would like to brief you initially in E session, and then with your concurrence to come out of E session to explain the communications we're getting from EPA and why the recommendations you're getting from your advisory committee are going to be modified somewhat, but still to accomplish the same objective. Having said that, it is clear that your team, who is based in Iowa, based in Phoenix, that we can enhance our ability to assist you if, by, by facilitating better and, and more frequent communication from constituents and local citizens. So Dan has some ideas about advisors that can be appointed by him, not you, so that they aren't subject to the open meeting law, and that they can then assist both Dr. Spire and Mr. Hanula on developing. Uh, yes, Mr. Mayor and uh, Council, um, I would like to create this. Uh, what is that? Oh, okay. Terry's watching the meeting. Can you mute it, Terry? Yeah, there. No, he's not present. There. Let's see what I say. <laughs> well, we're at, at the juncture where we do need uh, more contact with our citizens. And, um, and uh, we have been uh, using the uh, services of uh, Ashley Preston, as uh, the council knows, for several months now um, in getting the information that we can use. But at, we're at a juncture now that we should have a committee created through my office, and I would recommend that uh, Ashley Preston and Mel Kunal. And I'll tell you why. Ashley has an extensive knowledge of the, the Superfund here. She's been working on it for many, many years. She has a uh, background in having worked with the local uh, uh, EPA uh, people. Uh, but also has uh, contact and is known by the residents here. Um, there, it would be very helpful, especially if we're going to be educating um, the uh, the citizenry on uh, the health issues too. She has has sat on committees with the U of A, and um, it's something that we're at that time right now that we need that. Um, Mel Kunal. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Kunal. I'm sorry, Mel. Anyway, um, he has a background in 
he's both an architect and a uh, civil engineer. He has a background where he has worked with Superfund sites on uh, reuse and redevelopment and understands what it takes uh, to uh, be uh, looking at what the town needs to look at when it comes to the reuse uh, up there. And I would, I would ask the, the um, council that if we go into executive session that uh, those two people from the community can also go in in order to help us uh, with the uh, information that they know and also to enable them to have an understanding of which direction we are going in. So. Uh, yes, are you looking for a motion direction, a head nod? Do we need to do anything for this? No, this is the manager's decision. It's a decision to facilitate better communication with, with local residents, doctors, fires, and get information to help them develop the recommendations to you for communications to be made. Thank you. Sounds like a good idea. Right, Mr. Um, so didn't we already direct you before to have Ashley part as a, like a liaison months ago? Yes, she is. She is a liaison and she's been doing that. She's been going in, in assisting. But at this juncture, what we need is we actually need these people that can support uh, us in dealing with uh, community uh, uh, contact to also have an understanding of what the uh, uh, background legal issues are, where we're trying to head. Strategy. So you've been utilizing her since the time we directed it till now as, as a liaison's title? Yes, yes. And what, okay. what I am requesting now is if uh, they can be included in our discussions. Okay, so we need, we need greater formality. And you're the ones who decide on that formality. Okay, so are all seven of us going into E session? Well, not all seven. Well, no, no, not all seven. No, I apologize. Okay. I, I, I didn't do the math. Right. Okay. <laughs> and for the record, I've spoken with Councilman Uh He agrees that we do not, he will not attend the E session. Uh, I believe probably has a conflict. He's not willing to concede he has a conflict, but he's not going to attend. So how is it the uh, two citizens from the town can go into an executive session? They're not employees. They're not sworn in any under oath. What do, how is it that that can be legal? The open meeting law, that's why we're having this formality. I don't think they could simply based on the direction to be liaisons. What you're hearing from your manager is that he believes it's important that they be included so that your out-of-town consultants can get better communication from local, local, local citizens. The open meeting law allows people who are necessary to advise you as to what the legal ramifications are of, of, our, of, of the next steps. And what the manager has decided is that those two individuals can do two things, can communicate to the, to the outside consultants uh, uh, what information to communicate to EPA. And that's going to occur initially in e-session. So it's appropriate to let them hear the e-session. And with your concurrence then, it's very appropriate then you would direct us to, to communicate the kinds of ideas and concepts we discussed in each session to the general public. 
worried about Ashley or anyone else doing something they shouldn't do. But what prevents them from going out and opening up their mouth outside of town? What's what we have no recourse. They're not. Oh yeah, you do. I mean, one I think is a misdemeanor, and two it is a fine. Established misdemeanor law and a fine attached to it for somebody that we invite into an executive they, session. You know, and your assumption was they breach it, and they, and they it's against the law to reveal key session conversations. Even if they're not employees or yes. anything yes. else, or have not sworn or signed anything. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, right? You're the attorney, okay. No, no, no. For example, the, the risk team who, who insures you, they have non-employees come in and uh, persons who are knowledgeable about the claim to brief them on the claim so they can make an informed decision. The, uh, the open meeting law, again, Arizona requires everything to be open. There are narrow exceptions so that you can do your business. One exception will be giving us direction. You may then decide that you want to communication in public and you have every right to do that and it'll be in public. But by having them in the room, they can hear the e-session communications from the, your team. They can participate and, and give you guidance as to what they believe is appropriate. And then you as the public body can decide, you know, this is important. We think it should be communicated to the public. Ms. Lance. Um, to put other council members and maybe public at ease, Mr. Cunell is already on a board or a committee who has taken an oath. And I'm sure that um, as a liaison to the town, uh, Ms. Preston would also be willing to do that. I don't um, think that that would be an issue. Do we need to make a motion? Do we need to give you direction? No, it's not agendized. The manager is doing this because I didn't want them to become a committee to you because then they would be something. So is there a way that you can maybe make a, you know, where they take an oath? to you and not to divulge um, the section because I, I know we are all aware and I know that we've had even council members um, divulge information so well I, I, I get the um, concern but I, I really think that this is the way because we are going to need to in, include our public and educate our public and unfortunately we can't afford no offense you guys you three guys uh, we can't afford these attorneys to keep doing these meetings every time. Um, they're getting most a, a lot of education um, through history here, through the public, and through the liaison to the town community. Um, it only makes sense that they're involved in meetings so that in real time we can proceed instead of having to say, okay, we're going to check into that, we'll get back to you when um, a federal um, entity doesn't always um, match up with what we're saying. Right. Uh, so. what, what, what we can do is I can give them the section of the Arizona hand, uh, Attorney General's Handbook on uh, executive sessions, and I can also give them the um, ombudsman's uh, information and then uh, answer any questions they have. But again, once we go in, we can, we will, of course, have the statement that we normally get about what you can say or can't say within the uh, community. But I think we're at a juncture right now that they could be very, very helpful and uh, and prevent some of the problems that we've been seeing lately. Well, and that's where I sit is where things that um, 
may have to take a fast track and we don't have the time to say, hey, you know, EPA or ADAQ or whomever, can you hold on? We got to check this out. Um, the people that we're talking about have knowledge and can help with the research and all the other stuff. So I, I highly recommend it. Thank you. Mr. Thomas. Make a motion to go into executive session. Yeah, second. Okay, motion been made by Mr. Thomas, second by Ms. Lance. Um, any discussion? I just want to clarify so we can come out debrief. Yes. The public. You yes. have every right it says I, item D. Item D. Yes. Okay. All right. Ms. Evans, roll call vote, please. Discussion on the. It's only on going into executive session. It's only in the executive session. Your question? Yeah, it was a executive session. It was on the motion to go into executive session, yes. Is it included in your motion to allow citizens of the community that are that are on this to go into E session with you? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, Mr. Preston. So I basically just want to ease the community's mind about executive session. Um, I've always been one, you know, to stand here and scream with them. We're tired of executive sessions. We want to hear it in the public. Um, and a lot of that is pertaining to the Superfund because we're sitting out here and you guys are discussing it. However, at this juncture, um, we need to have these executive sessions. We know that EPA and ADEQ watch our meetings and are aware. So. I want the public to understand that. And if I'm sitting in executive session, um, I just want them to know that my voice is their voice. That That is what I'm doing. So I know a few people sitting in the audience are upset that we'll be going into executive session, but I have the community's best interest at heart. That's what I've always done up here. So I hope that shows. Thank you. Roll call vote, please. Council Member Finn. Yes. Council Member Barron. Yes. Council Member Rogers. Councilmember Nolan? Yes. Councilmember Lance? Yes. Mayor Thomas? Yes. Mayor Hughes? Yes. Mayor, Thank you, Ms. Evans. Mr. Nolan, you should probably recuse yourself from that. You should vote for the end of the session. That's fine. Just rescind it. Terry. Just say, I'm like, Terry. Reset my vote. All right. I'm going home. Thank you, Ms. Evans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 